0: from the depths of hell in Northeast Ohio. Join us as we destroy minds and reap souls with the films and music that set us on our paths of darkness. Prepare yourselves for the horror of it all. Alrighty, so welcome to... The Horror of It All, Episode 5, uh, this is our Slayer episode, was originally going to be Anthrax. I promoted it as Anthrax all week.
1: That's my <laughs> that's my fault. Yeah, it's, I, no, I it's mine. Because
0: I remember you said something, and then I... As soon as you reminded me, I was like, oh my god, that's right.
1: Well, the retirement of the almighty Slayer was, was weighing heavy on, yes. on my heart. And I just thought, you know what? No better time than right now to kind of, you know, they're walking away and and just to say goodbye and, you know, pay pay a little tribute to them on the way out.
0: So it's a good reason to switch it up. We'll do the Anthrax one, the next episode, next music portion of. The
1: special hook for the Anthrax episode, do you remember?
0: Yes. Belladonna versus Bush eras. Good job. Um, This one, though, I was... Glad that you reminded me of it because I I think that this is a band that we both absolutely worship at the altar of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Always will. Absolutely always will. Um, Probably, if I were going to choose an American thrash band, I, I mean, I would go Megadeth number one, but I definitely think that Slayer... Slayer to either be tied for me, if not uh, a very close number two.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Only my number one would be Anthrax, mm-hmm. and then it would be their Anthrax is either one A and Slayer is one B. That's a good way or, of putting it. You know, for, yeah. for me anyway. Yeah.
0: But yeah, it's it's. I don't think it's set in yet with me that they're done. You know that the farewell tour. Um, you know, we had the last show. The only thing that I I don't like saying that they're done or this the last show because we see how many times, in fact, I was talking with a buddy of mine, Rob, um, and we were talking about what band actually retired and never came, or at least as of yet, they have not come back. And that would be at least Rush, which I don't like. I know you're a fan, right?
1: I'm I'm a fan ish. Okay, I, I like I like a, a lot of their stuff, but I'm not like a a crazy rush fan.
0: But they're really the only one that I can think of that was like we're retiring. Well, if you and listen to
1: if you listen to uh, uh, Carrie uh, Carrie King's wife, Tom Mariah's wife, mm-hmm. they're both on record as saying this is it. Because both of them made Instagram posts uh, about the end, and some fans commented, um, "Yo, until you until money runs out, haha." Or, "Okay, we'll see in two years." Both of them steadfast. This is it. Slayer is dead. You will never, ever, ever see them live again or hear new music. It is over. Yeah, and. Tom Arias' wife actually went so far as to say some cryptic. I found somewhat cryptic. To, uh, if I, I know I'm going to misquote, but uh, something to the effect of "You don't know my husband, or you don't know how he truly feels." This is it, mm-hmm. which is leading me to wonder. I don't think it's you know, hearts in it. Just, just. Are, were things going on behind closed doors? Maybe just the death of of of, of Jeff Hanneman might might it have, could been. have been. Who, who knows? I think but. his
0: neck surgery having that pro- the problems with his neck.
1: Well, he he said that he had to he had to yeah. completely learn how to play again because you know he was a headbanger. Obviously, yeah. he was standing on stage headbanging away for two hours. I know but he said he, he didn't that enjoy anymore, it. He so. said he didn't
0: enjoy playing live as yeah. much because he couldn't get into it as much mm-hmm. as he used to. And mm-hmm. you know, I get that. And I also get all of the, you know, uh, the the people that are saying things about are they going to come back? You know, how much money is is going to be offered to them, and then they're going to come back, because we've seen it how many times? We've seen it with Ozzy, oh my God, with Kiss. Um, now we now see it with Motley Crue, which to me is the most. They're like the the most egregious offenders of all of well, that. Well, listen,
1: they they signed a contract, mm-hmm. at a press conference, I, and you know what? Never, it's never going to happen. And I, and I think years, that was
0: know? all staged. It I really think it was all staged. It had to be. And Mick Mars saying, "If we ever play, if we ever play live again, you know, we'll give out tickets for free or whatever," he said, and then they come out and say, "Oh yeah, for." It's so dumb.
1: Look, they made a movie. Netflix film, a very popular Netflix film
0: mm-hmm.
1: based on... Did you on, see it? Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was thought it was great. I, I mean, the timeline really wasn't right. And, you, know you know why I
0: loved it? But I loved it because it. it I didn't think of it as a serious movie. Because I know we've talked about this a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to watch a film that's like the N.W.A. film or The Which Queen. Which I thought was fantastic. Because I think those are being serious... I think the Queen film I don't want to see because that's not really what Freddie Mercury was. Mm -hmm, Because mm -hmm. a lot of people know him to be kind of a disgusting human being. (laughs) Not because of who he was personally. Not because of his sexual orientation. Not because of that. It's because he was just kind of... And this is coming from, I think, what Roger... So who's the bass player? Not Roger Taylor. He's the drummer. He's the drummer. Um, uh,
1: but the bass player was John so, Deacon. John Deacon was so against this film, yeah, and and, and said it was so so far removed mm-hmm. from the truth. He didn't partake in any yep. of the press. He didn't go to the Oscars. He didn't go to any of the the press yep. conferences. Do any of the media for it? Yeah. He said this movie is. This is a lie. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not having anything to do with this. And
0: I don't I don't want to see those. The reason why I th- thought the dirt was good is because it reminded me of Detroit Rock City. Yeah, right. It was just a, a goofy, lighthearted... Other than the Skyler Neal stuff. That was... Yeah. That, that, that was, was pretty was brutal. wrenching But that's why I didn't mind the dirt. I thought it was great. But I think that after that... I don't know. It was almost like they were just setting us up for it. Well, they it. were.
1: And that's what I was kind of alluding to. I, I think... When the movie came out, the soundtrack to the movie came out, all the press they did for the movie all the all the hype that surrounded that movie. If anybody didn't realize they were going to capitalize on all of that, they mm. were going to reform, they were going to tour again, especially they made new music, yeah, if you didn't see a reunion tour quote coming, unquote music right. Anyway. <laughs> If you didn't see a reunion tour coming out of that, you're mm-hmm. either deaf, you're dumb, you're blind, or you're all three. Mm-hmm. Come on. I,
0: and I think that that's why people have, you know, some disbelief about this. But I I don't know. I don't really see... Jeff Hanneman's gone. Paul Bostaff is, you know, he's doing the... Uh, other stuff, I would imagine. Um, the only
1: the only really good thing I can say that's coming out of Slayer's retirement is that Gary Holt is now going to be back, back with Exodus, Exodus yes. full time.
0: No, and that that excites me. And I he's mean,
1: and he's already announced that we have new Exodus music coming in 2020. So, uh, you know, I, so I f- color me color me stoked.
0: I will say that uh, I'll probably get a lot of crap for this. I think Gary Holt is a is eons ahead of Jeff Hanneman. In terms you're not going to get play. any you're
1: not going to get any grief from me. We've talked about it. I I agree. I, I think there's a reason why I love why, Hanneman. Well, yeah, I mean God mm-hmm. bless God bless Jeff Hanneman. Godspeed. But I think there's a reason why Repentless was of such a much better album than the last two or three albums that came before. And yeah. I think that has everything to do with Gary Holt.
0: Yeah. No, I, I agree. And I think that um you know, you got Holt going back to Exodus, Bostaff is and he's going to be part of something. Whatever. He's too good not to be. Yeah, he's a phenomenal drummer. Um you know, Ariya doesn't want to do it anymore, even though their their manager had said that this isn't the last that you're ever going to hear from Slayer again.
1: I've I read something that... Well, first of all, I think you might be wrong there. I've read something that Araya that, that has plans for his future in music. And that it's going to sound a lot like Slayer. Which kind of leads one to believe, then why end Slayer? That that doesn't make any sense to me, but uh,
0: unless he's you know unless unless Slayer just does music like if unless they do studio stuff, you know, and they just release albums, but if this is the actual last live show, the last tour, but I, I don't like when bands do stuff like this. I think that they should leave it open ended. I think they should say we're done touring for now. We're going on hiatus. So if they never come back, that's fine. And if it, they do, then they can fall back on, we never said we were done completely. We just said we are on hiatus.
1: I, I think if you want to say we're not going to tour anymore, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But to say we are never playing another live show ever again, you're really painting yourself into a corner. Mm-hmm. I think you can say we're not going to tour anymore, and stick to that. Mm-hmm. But, and still do a a, a a pop-up show an hour away from your house a year later. Or play a, a, a benefit show, you know, somewhere for charity. But to just come right out and say, we're, we're never, the these four people will never be on stage again yeah. together as Slayer. Ever. You're kind of painting yourself into a corner there. And, yeah. Unless unless something is just going on behind the scenes yeah. that we don't know about, that's just keeping these, well, these I think four it guys would, from... It would
0: have to be between Tom and Carrie because they are Slayer. Yeah.
1: I mean, the other two guys, let's be honest, they, they you know they were hired guns. Yeah. They're good. Mm-hmm. They were great hired they guns. They're about the best
0: hired guns that <laughs> you
1: know, you're going to get. I, but they were hired guns.
0: So I, I it's... It's weird to me that they would say that and like, you know, to your point, unless there's something else going on behind the scenes. I like what Glenn Danzig did that, you know, with Danzig, obviously you know this more than I do. He never said that he was completely done. He was just done with the big tours, Yes. So So he was just going to be playing shows, yeah. So now, when you notice when when Glenn
1: Danza goes on the road, it's usually for no more than a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. It's a handful of shows, and then he's back home, Mm -hmm. you know. And then maybe a couple of months later, he'll do another handful of shows. But as far as you know, Glenn getting on a tour bus for nine months, ten months straight. That that that's not happening anymore. Yeah. You know? But again, Glenn never said I'm never playing another live show. Yeah. I'm never gonna do another No. What he said was I'm not doing any more of those long ten month, twelve month treks across the country or across the world. It's not happening anymore.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty I don't
1: want to be that far away from home for that long a time.
0: It's a pretty finite statement to make that you're not doing it ever again. It's sad because I know the show that we saw the first leg mm. of the final tour. Mm-hmm. They were fucking unbelievable. It was perfect.
1: It was perfect.
0: I mean, you want to talk about as good of a metal show as you can get, minus Lamb of God. What, what,
1: what did I say? It. What did I say that night? They were the Walmart. <laughs> they were the Walmart of metal. Yeah, it was
0: so horrible. But uh, it, it, and people like them have at it. You know, well, what I mean? look,
1: people like what they like. I'm yeah. i never gonna tell somebody their opinion is is wrong. Mm-hmm. I will strongly defend my opinion that yeah. it's garbage. Yeah. But you're gonna like what you're gonna like. Hey, listen, we we're obviously in the minority. Yeah. They're they're when it comes to the metal community. They are a very mm. popular band. and So look, they must they be sounded doing, perfect. They live. must be doing something right.
0: They're great live. But but they sound perfect. I don't like live. it. Same here. And uh when Slayer took the stage, it was just, it was mind-blowing to me when you watched it. And you just thought to yourself, this doesn't seem like a band that's done. Because they were still, they was the best that I've ever seen them. And I've seen yeah. them probably four times total. And that was the best I've ever seen them. It was amazing. Utterly I've, seen amazing.
1: Them, I've seen them three times. And I've told you this. The first time I saw them... Listen, I've been to hundreds of concerts. The only time I ever felt like I've got a 50 50 shot at getting out of this place alive <laughs> was <laughs> the first time I saw Slayer.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: really feared for my safety. Great show. Couldn't hear a damn thing. It was just a wall of sound, just white noise. Mm-hmm. But still, a great show. And I did come out alive. You know, I, I landed on that side of the 50%, but but that last time was the best time. Mm-hmm. And still one of the best concerts I've been to. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic.
0: I, I, I saw them once, kind of had the same feeling. It was actually with, you know, my wife Katie and I, and we saw where they did Rain and Blood. Yeah. And then they had the blood rain down on them. Yeah. People were picking up tables and chairs and throwing them into the mosh pit. There were people that were coming, they were like being dragged out. I mean, it was like they were just dragging chunks of meat out of the, yeah. the mosh pit. I saw him at Blossom. It was, like a, it
1: was like a war zone.
0: Yeah, I saw him at Blossom once. The mosh pit was so insane. When the dude hit the concrete, the band is playing. This is an outdoor venue. The band is playing. This dude hit the concrete. His head hit so hard. You could hear his head hit the concrete over the band playing,
1: and that's a pretty loud band. I mean, yes. when they're on stage; it's 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 people crazy being loud.
0: dragged out with bloody faces, and you know, I'm you just know. like, what is going on? But it, it was
1: as much as we love the band, you would never consider us. We're crazy Slayer fans, but we're sane crazy Slayer fans. Yes, they got some crazy Slayer fans. I mean listen, the last yeah. time we saw him live was the guy who you remember, he walked by us and he literally carved Slayer with a with a what I assume is probably a box cutter into the side of his head. The only problem the doofus did it in a mirror so it was backwards. <laughs> yeah. So he had that for the rest of his life, dumbass. But well, these people are—he he could
0: enjoy it whenever he looked in the mirror. Well, sure, as
1: long as he carried a mirror with him at all times, next to, like 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 a like a like a big radio next to the side of his head. He's you know he looks great.
0: Oh my god, yeah, I do remember that. But it's it's weird seeing a band like this. There's so many of these. We're in an era where there's so many of these bands that are. Either the dudes are dying, they're retiring, they're just getting old, and we're just at the point where we're like... I, I know when I think of all the bands that are coming, all of these big classic bands, and then you look at what's behind them, and who man, who's really going to take their place? And Is I'm there a-
1: really anyone on the horizon that you're going to look at and say, that's the next Slayer?
0: Not right now, no. They're not, you know... I don't mind going to see shows at the Grog, as I know you Mm -hmm. wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Going to see shows at a small venue and have a good... Like, the shows are always going to be there. We're always going to have concerts to go to and music to be a part of. But when it comes to Slayer, or, you know, when Megadeth is done, because who knows what's going on with that. Dave Mustaine has cancer. Um, Metallica... It, they, I can't imagine that that band is going to exist for too much longer. Well, I,
1: I mean, it's Metallica is the the big corporate yeah metal band. You know, it's funny to say that it's Metallica, but mm-hmm. they are. That's what they are now. They're they're the thra- They're the heavy metal version of Kiss. Yeah, it's a corporation now. And and listen, it's it's a it's it's a license to print money. So I mean, I'm sure. They're gonna stay in the game longer than Slayer's gonna stay in the game because for me, when it comes to Slayer, that was much more underground and much less corporate
0: Well, it was than, super you know to know that those guys are playing that kind of music at their age and still doing it to where it sound it didn't sound like it was close or that it was okay. It still sounded Unbelievable. Yeah.
1: And it's and here's an interesting thing though, we're talking about, you know, who's the next Slayer. Really, at this point in my life, I don't think I would actually listen to the next Slayer. Because newer music, I'm not interested really in anything coming out now that sounds like that. Yeah. I've kind of moved past that. I'm into much other different areas of music now. Mm. But The stuff that I was into all these years that sound like that, I'm still into. If that makes any sense,
0: it does. I mean, Uh, you know,
1: I don't, I don't care about new music that sounds like that because it's not really what I'm into anymore. mm -hmm. But I'm still into the that that I was, you know, that I've been into since I was a kid.
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's just strange to me to know that to think that we're not going to have at least seemingly not going to have another Slayer album. And, you know, I've been going, even though I completely <laughs> was prepped and ready to do the Anthrax episode, <laughs> I was still off and on for the past several weeks. I've just been revisiting a lot of Slayer, going back and, you know, checking out a lot of albums that maybe I, ha- I haven't listened to as much as others. Um, one of them being Divine Intervention, which I mm. ended up, you know... I love it. I think there's a couple duds on it. That's actually
1: on my worst Slayer albums list. Really? I I cannot stand Divine Intervention. Really? Yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm really not a fan. It's not
0: even in my top five Slayer albums Mm -hmm. at all. But it's just, uh, they are, to me, whenever I think of extreme music, you know, we could talk about Merciful Fate and Venom and Celtic Frost and Bathory. I don't know, man. Slayer is the one band that always kind of just exuded, like, it was just pure intensity, pure extremism.
1: Well, they, they were the band, I think, that the, the the American band, I think, that they just fed off of pissing people off. Mm-hmm. They, they went out of their way to just piss people off mm-hmm. and they didn't care. You know? Mm. I, I I got into slayer. It, it, it's probably you know you, if you want to use the label extreme music <clears throat> other than Merciful Fate I, I think that's probably the first real extreme band I, I, I got into and I was probably tw- 11 or 12 mm-hmm. you know and that was at a time when there was no internet there was no you know, you learned about bands from magazines or what I used to do when I'd get my allowance or, you know, however I would get money, I'd get dropped off at the record store or at the mall or what have you and I would just go to the metal section of a record store and I would start at A and I would just start flipping. Mm -hmm. And when I saw a cover or an album title that... That freaked me out or made me oh that looks evil that looks well, let me you know I'd pull that out flip it around let me read the back of the soul oh, jeez yeah. yeah these songs sound I'll get this sight on you know I don't know what it sounds like I just know it looks really evil yeah I want to listen to it now sometimes I'd come up with some duds sometimes I'd come up with shit that I'm still into mm-hmm. the first Slayer album I ever bought or cassette back in the day cassettes was uh Hello Waits mm-hmm. that cover man you know, was like oh my god let me read what these songs are oh yeah I'm gonna get this mm-hmm. and I took it home and I mean I'm a little kid well you know 12 maybe still a little kid I guess I was just I mean I felt like oh I need to take a shower because this was <laughs> really really you know but a week later I went back and I flipped through them again oh what's this Rain and Blood oh my god look at that album cover Read these song titles. Yeah. Take that home. And I've just been hooked ever since. You know, that's how I got into
0: them. hmm I can't... I think back about when I got into Slayer. And for me, you know, I'll be 40 next week. So... Still a pup. I know. We go back to Divine Intervention. That's 94. I was still 14. When that came out, it'd be 15 at the end of the year, a couple months after Divine Intervention came out.
1: <laughs>
0: I was still 14 years old, but I remember that
1: makes me laugh. You were 14 in yeah. 1992. <laughs> that makes me laugh and that makes me sad.
0: But I was I was because still I into, into I was I was into heavier stuff. I was into at that time obviously Pantera, but Sepultura, you know, and I was all over the place. Testament, uh, Testament, Low. I think was out around the same time. I think it was 94, Um, and it was, Slayer is the one band that I always, for some reason, I I never got into them. Um, Not for any reason. I don't know. I I was just never, I was into so many other different bands, I was never really exposed to them that much, and then a buddy of mine had Divine Intervention. And I remember opening uh, the album, the CD, and obviously inside it's the dude with the arms yeah. carved Slayer, which I think it's in the live intrusion video, um, the VHS that I have, which is a fucking awesome live show.
1: Isn't that the 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 uncensored cover of God Hates Us All? Isn't it a, the the Slayer carved in someone's Arm, or is that in the inlay of God hates us all? I know as what well. you're
0: talking about. I can't remember. And then
1: they, for some reason, obviously that was bad. So they put the the, the white slip cover over it that had the four crosses in around each something. other. And, and
0: God hates us all was the the Bible with the nails in it and the blood. And okay, that's what I'm thinking mm, of. Okay, yeah, okay, I think okay, that okay. that's what it was. But, um,
1: but again, they had to put the slip cover over it because the the cover was deemed offensive. Yeah.
0: But I remember just looking, at, I'd, I'd heard a Slayer, obviously, I'm a metalhead, yeah, and it was weird that that's like the one band that I hadn't gotten into at that point, um, but my buddy got Divine Intervention, there was something to me that I was like, this is serious shit. Mm-hmm. You know, pentagrams on it, and people carving the band name into the arms, oh, wow. and I, I was... Think,
1: I think there were probably more people than you would probably, you know, you would probably think that were maybe like you, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, they say, oh, I just I never really got into them until later. I think maybe just a lot of the imagery and a lot of the reputation that surrounded that band mm-hmm. maybe put a lot of younger metalheads off because, you know, it's okay to listen to Metallica and Anthrax and Testament and, and, and you know, some of that stuff, but maybe it's a bridge too far to to make that deep dive into Slayer.
0: Yeah, and it's weird because I can I can always go back and think of, when I first heard Megadeth, when I first heard Pantera, when I first... I mean, you just go down the list and and why I got into them. I can't really remember why I never got into Slayer. I, I just... It's something that doesn't... I kept trying to think about it and think about it. And I'm just like, I can't remember. But I do remember Divine Intervention. 14 years old. I was in my buddy John's basement. Um, and my buddy Jason uh, came over. He had divine intervention. We put it on, and I was I was hooked. Now, years later, I realized that that's not even remotely close to one of the best Slayer albums. Mm-hmm. But after that, getting into I shouldn't even say years later, because it was right after that. I remember going to Kwanzaa Hut and being just like, I got to find out. You know, I got to go back and like buy all the early stuff. Yeah. That's what I did with everything. I get into a band. If I started at the first album, obviously i go from the first album on. But if I started at a later album, I would always go back first before I went ahead. Yeah. And going back, Seasons in the Abyss, dude, South of Heaven, Rain... It was like the farther I went back, I got to Rain and Blood. Rain and Blood was evil as hell to me. But Hell Awaits, to me, is... Slayer at their most evil, yeah, their darkest, mm-hmm. their most. I mean, there was just something about that album.
1: Yeah, well, imagine you're 12 years old and you bring that album home. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you, you're thinking, "Oh my god, I'm opening up the gates of hell here in my bedroom." Mm-hmm. You know, shit's getting crazy. <laughs> you know, but like you, I'm like, "Oh my god, this is this is nuts." What am I doing? Mm-hmm. I gotta go. I gotta listen to more. You know, I mean,
0: dude, hardening the uh, hardening of the arteries. God, at dawn they sleep, Hell Awaits as a song, my God, it is so dark, <laughs> so, br- <laughs> and I it, and that made me feel, I was kind of like, when I got that album, I went back and I was like, man, Divine Intervention really ain't nothing, it's got nothing on this.
1: Well, those first three Sawyer releases, you know, Haunting the Chapel, the EP, and the, you know, Hell Awaits, Show No Mercy. Mm-hmm. They're just dripping evil, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude. Just so evil. So
0: heavy and just so different. Yeah, and Just
1: raw. I mean, just, oh my God.
0: I mean, Megadeth, they were kind of their, you know, if you were into like, you know, smack and just shooting up and freebasing and <laughs> you just wanted to be. <laughs> that's one thing. I love Megadeth. I mean, they're my favorite. Between these two, I would I would pick Megadeth over Slayer. Mm-hmm. My favorite thrash band is Testament. Always, ha- I mean, I'm sitting here wearing You're a... You're rocking te- a Testament shirt. Testament long sleeve. I'm loving it. That I found in the basement. This thing's like 20 years old. Look at it. It's brand I it new. Looks,
1: I mean, Christ, I thought it was new. No. Nice. I got
0: it 1999. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Found it, and I, I found it in the basement in an old box, but... Yeah, Testament being my favorite, but Slayer, man. Just like... Something about that band that anytime I wanted something that was just heavier and darker and just way more evil and it 's not just the album covers and the lyrics it was the way the music was written mm-hmm. it 's just way more sinister when I think of Metallica and I would always see these pictures of Metallica and interviews I'd see them on TV and interviews and they were always smiling yeah,
1: they look goofy. Yeah. You know, like they I mean, were just a bunch not, of like. Not putting them down in any yeah. shape or form, but they just looked like some dudes you'd meet in a bar and hammer some beers and you yeah. know, just goofy, fun loving, nice guys. Yeah. And Anthrax, Jesus, with their board shorts and their, you know, with their, their not man thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, they just looked like a bunch of goofy. I mean, the music was great, yeah. but they looked like just a bunch of goofy, fun loving dudes. No Slayer looked like guys that would straight up kill you. <laughs> you know, they're they, you know they didn't smile. They didn't look like they were happy. You know, they looked no. miserable doing what they were doing. I remember. You
0: know. I remember at the time. You know, I my parents were pretty religious at the time, and I remember going to um, my mom would go to. Anytime we went out to the mall or something, there was a Christian bookstore mm-hmm. in the mall. And she would always go in. And I'd go in. And they had albums there. Mm-hmm. And it's, honestly, there were a lot of great Christian death metal and thrash metal albums I got into. Mm-hmm. Like Mortification, Scrolls of the Megaloth, and Tourniquet and stuff. But as much as I was a metalhead and I was into that stuff, and I, w- I would always check. I would laugh at some of the music they had there because it was just so bad. Right. It was just like... Dudes that it looked like metal, but you know it was so horrible. Sure, yeah. But I would always go to the book section or to the like the true crime or whatever it was in a Christian bookstore, mm-hmm. and it was all this like you know books on demonology and Satanism, and that's what I always did. Mm-hmm. And it was like every one of the books had Slayer. In them. Yeah, every well, single freaking book had Slayer, and I would just I mean, that would add to the mystique of it.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, as heavy as. Metallica and you know, some of these bands are and it is, you know, quote unquote evil, some of these bands were. Slayer, I mean, there's 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 guys on death row right now because they they lured a a a young girl out into the woods, raped and murdered her
0: mm-hmm.
1: because of or they say because of Slayer. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know the band themselves. Are you know they? I mean, the parents of the girl sued them mm-hmm. because of this, and you know,
0: yeah, because I, I don't think they're these not. Guys... Pro-
1: I'm not saying Slayer. They're, they're they're definitely not proud of that. Yeah, it's not something that they that they're happy about. But I only bring that up because no other band. <laughs> I mean, you can you can put that on yeah any other band, right? You know, uh, you know, except Slayer.
0: Yeah, I mean, you had. Obviously the the cases with Ozzy Osbourne and Judas Priest. Well, that was
1: suicide though. Those were people suicide doing that to themselves. This is
0: something that, and yeah, like you said, I don't. Obviously, I don't blame Slayer for any of that stuff, and I don't even think the guys in the band are evil guys. I mean, Tom Array is a he's,
1: he's Catholic. Catholic. Yeah, he's you a know? Catholic. Uh, so, Carrie, Carrie King, I, I think, is an atheist, mm-hmm. and he's kind of anti. Religion, but there's nothing that doesn't about make him. him. It evil. seems like he's a bad guy. Yeah, he might be a little ornery. Yeah, you know, uh, Gary Holt for crying out loud is if you follow the guy on Instagram for every metal post he makes, he's posting two pictures of his grandchildren mm-hmm. and how proud he is of his children and what they're doing. And and every Saturday he calls it Catterday. He he posts a funny cat meme. That's mean, exactly. dude. That's what the, you know, Rob
0: Halford does all the time. Yeah. Like, so
1: God. I mean, obviously the, these aren't no. evil guys. They were just in evil, Life. They but, just
0: created music that was incredibly sinister. Yeah. And, and dark and brooding. And I think that I think Megadeth was kind of the same, but in a different way. More in, I don't know, there was something about...
1: They weren't so overt about it. It wasn't no, so weren't. in your face.
0: I think that, because I, I know that when I was a kid, and I was way younger, and when I heard The Conjuring and I read the lyrics, that freaked me out. No, it's, yeah, sure. well, that's something a lot of people don't get, I think, today, is that I think a lot of people are so, younger people are so desensitized to that stuff that they don't understand that when that shit came out, I mean, when I was they young... They don't get
1: the feeling that we got. And, and yes. I, I kind of feel bad for them. Yeah, because it was like
0: the whole... Dude, I I when I think back about getting scared when I was like six or seven, and I saw Ozzy Osbourne on TV, and I literally thought he was like Lucifer incarnate. Yeah. Like, to me, the feeling I got where it was like, he's absolutely demonic, mm. but I need to listen to his music even at that young age yeah. and I was just absolutely... well, that's how I,
1: that's how I felt about King Diamond yeah um, you know i we used to have um we we're, 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 we're from we're from northeast Ohio for those that don't know and when I was a kid i want to say maybe 12 13 maybe younger even we we got really lucky and uh, we had a radio station out here um, and I can't remember the name of the station, but but it was 107. Point, I can't remember the call letters what they call themselves, mm-hmm. but I remember the, the 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 number was it was 107.9. wasn't it.
0: Uh, it was either Z Rock or V Rock. V
1: Rock, or- I think. I can't. But but it was all metal. Yeah. And I'm not talking about like Poison, Motley Crue, Dokken. They didn't play that. They played Merciful Fate, yep. King Diamond, Slayer, Metallica. I mean, they were metal. Mm-hmm. And the first time I heard King Diamond or Merciful Fate was on that radio station, and I fell, I fell in love. And uh, thank you, thank you. I, my son was showing it to me. Um, what is it? WCEZ what is that? So it was there. So Z Rock.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, Z Rock. I knew it was either Z or V. Mm-hmm.
1: So I would, I, you know, if I heard it. I like, Oh, that's awesome immediately went to the record store and bought Fatal Portrait mm-hmm. and I bought uh my uh Don't Break the Oath the, mm-hmm. the first two and I got those home started looking at the pictures listening to the songs oh yeah and man. I was terrified yeah I was scared but I loved it but and the kids today they don't get that no. they're so distant and des- you said the word desensitized I don't think they ever going to experience that no feeling mystique. of being scared of an album. It, it, you know, because I, mean, I feel bad for something
0: them. about listening to it on the radio. I remember hearing Merciful Fate songs on the radio on that station or on the other metal station, which was WSTB. I think it was like eighty uh, something, eighty-eight point seven mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, that actually they stopped doing and they played the same stuff. It was metal, but it was real metal. Mm-hmm. And then they stopped playing with the Columbine shootings. They quit metal altogether on it. Because well one oh seven
1: point nine just I don't I guess they didn't have the ratings because I remember in high school I woke up one morning, turned on you know, did my normal routine, put on the rate put on the radio one oh seven point nine, and they were playing uh uh, what's this? Is the uh, the end of the world as we know that's it R-E-M. by REM, and they played it for like forty eight hours straight.
0: Yeah, no, it, it was and it was
1: freaking people out. I, I remember going to school; was in high school at the time, and people in my high school were like, it, "What the is? What the hell's going on? Is, is the world coming to an end?"
0: I think it. I think that station was done. That's why they played it. Because well, no,
1: it, the no, the reason they played it is because there was a format change Yes, and it became that's what
0: what I'm saying yeah
1: it became 107.9 the end
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: they played all alternative from Mm -hmm. that point forward for a long time yeah and I I was I just was so depressed (laughs) I
0: was like what happened to
1: my metal station
0: yeah in the metal the metal part portion of it was awesome when they did metal but the alternative part was great too because it wasn't Mainstream alternative. Oh no 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 no! But, it was but, like watching Alternative Nation or 120 yeah. minutes on MTV, yeah. where it was all kinds of shit. Sure. they would play Killing Joke, uh-huh. all kinds of crap that I I heard on there, which was really cool. Um, but yeah, the metal people don't, younger people they don't, because of the internet, the mystique is has been kind of destroyed with a lot of bands. Yeah, and I think that.
1: For all the wonder the internet has has given us, you know, it's also taken a lot away. Yeah. And um you know, and and we're never gonna get it back. I'm I feel really lucky that that I grew up during a time when I didn't have all that right at my fingertips, you know. I yeah. didn't have in my pocket a constant, you know. I, I I feel lucky that I grew up in a time where that's how I got into new bands, was just flipping through yep. cassette covers. And if something looked evil, man, oh, I'm going to buy that. I, mm-hmm. bet, I bet that's good, you know?
0: Back in a time when you could actually look in a thanks list. That's what I used to yeah.
1: do. Yeah, and, and well, what bands you just did they write think down. And write down, you know, or you buy Hit Parade or a Circus magazine. And so, and so many of so those thanks lists, yeah. You know, and that's how you, you 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 go to the back and find out what bands are they advertising. And
0: so many of those thanks lists, Slayer, Slayer, yeah. Slayer, Slayer, and,
1: and where you the only history you knew about a band were the pictures that were in the inlay cards yeah. of the of the CD or of the cassette tape, or if you did buy a magazine and there were pictures of the band in there, the the articles didn't tell you. I mean, if the band wanted to portray themselves as being evil incarnate. That's what the article was about, Mm -hmm. you know, and the pictures were corresponding to that. And I think that was really It was scary.
0: Yeah, and that's why Slayer had that mystique to them. Because I just thought, being a kid in that time, I'm not so sure that if I was a kid now, if I would have the same feel. I'd love the music. Yeah, the
1: music would be great, but I would, there wouldn't be that sense that of fear dread. Of of, of of there's something really evil going on here. Should I be listening to this? And, and that's, like I said, and what... that's something I strive for when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I constantly wanted to listen to things that I I believed I shouldn't be listening to.
0: Or well, were war movie fans. You know, fans. or the
1: same thing with movies. Yeah. I, I was constantly going for, you know, I wanted to see things that I knew mm-hmm. I had I, I I shouldn't be watching this. I would always go you know? not and not to, that I shouldn't be watching this because it's rated R and I'm only 13 or 12 mm-hmm. or 11. No, I shouldn't be watching this because it's wrong and it's dark and it's evil and something bad. Might oh happen. yeah, dude!
0: I would always do like like you said, going to the record store. I would go to the video store. Exactly. And around here it was Roadrunner Video mm-hmm. and Video Time. Video Time, which was unbelievable. Oh yeah. And I'd walk in there and I you know, you'd see all the mainstream horror stuff, you know, which was great back in the day and I would always rent stuff here. I would always rent like 5 movies
1: that you knew nothing about, just what was on the cover and what the explanation was and on the back of the box. I would
0: always get the movies that had the bigger box. Yeah,
1: because those were the grossest yeah. and the sickest. Yeah, And it yeah, always yeah.
0: had like, you know, you'd have to turn around to the back to look because mm-hmm. the back would have all the, the gore yeah. and it would say, you know... They were usually not foreign,
1: for... you know, like Italian or something that the, mm-hmm. the bigger boxes and those were always the goriest.
0: And that's, I always hooked those up and it was like that with metal. I would always go in and get something that w- looked as evil or as horrific, you know... Um, <sighs> And just like
1: with the CDs, some of those movies, 50% of what you picked out was complete shit. Yeah. But there was that 50% that, I I should not be watching this. Oh, yeah,
0: totally. And when it came to Slayer, I mean, it was like Rain and Blood, Hell Awaits, South of Heaven, Seasons in the Abyss, and then, you know, the song titles, Dead Skin Mask, and, I, I mean... Altar of Sacrifice.
1: Angel of Death. Altar of Sacrifice. Which Antichrist.
0: Altar of Sacrifice was probably my favorite Slayer song. Well, I've
1: got my my list here, my, my top five albums, my top my top six songs. I thought six was appropriate. Six, yes. Yeah, very so. appropriate. And maybe I'll do maybe I'll add a sixth album here and keep it keep it uniform.
0: But yeah, man, I, I was so excited. Getting into Slayer because it was like getting into those horror movies to me. It was like getting into the films that were, you know, kind of taboo, it, and that's it, people don't understand. Like younger people would listen to what we're saying right now and go, "Are are you joking?" It's just Slayer, you know. Like it's not. It's like you don't get yeah, it. They don't understand. I had the I had the same feeling when I bought the first Deicide album, mm. and I remember. Putting that on and literally thinking that something was jumping out of the stereo at me.
1: I was 18 years old when I bought my first Deicide cassette mm-hmm. at the time. And uh, I, I got in my car and I put it in the cassette deck. And yeah, I, in broad daylight, by the time <laughs> I got home, I was like, I don't want to go into the house alone. It's evil, you know. Yeah. Now, I, I my, my fandom of Deicide lasted a whole, like, three months. But you know, there, was like, there was like a three-month period where... You know, but I'm, I'm not really. I worship fan, those
0: but... first two albums, and those first two albums still to this day, when I listen to them, they give me that feeling that like the chills up my spine, even though I know that Glenn Benton is a father, and he, you know, and you know, in interviews recently or throughout the years, kind of a goof, you know, he kind of a normal guy. Nothing, you know. Well, has not...
1: has he kind of put on a normal guy persona? Because I do remember a time when he, oh,
0: even definitely. even during
1: interviews, he was trying oh, well, to be. Oh, with the whole Bob Larson. Mr. Remember you know, the remember or, the Bob
0: Larson when yeah. he was called in. Yeah. He was just doing that to mess with Bob. Larson, well, I remember you know? a story
1: I read in a magazine. Uh, this was years ago, but the interviewer went to Glenn Benton's house, and and during the interview, Glenn's front door was open, and during the interview, he picked up a. Uh, a bow and arrow and shot it out the door and hit some animal that was in his front yard. I don't know if that was real or not. It was in the article, but I just remember reading it like, is this guy really that big a douche?
0: You know what really (laughs) changed it for me? It wasn't until the era of the internet and there was an interview. This is like... This is probably in the very late 90s, early 2000s, okay? And I remember I had... To me, it, with with Deicide, it was always the first two. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching an interview with Glenn where he talked about the upside-down cross on his forehead. Branded in his the forehead. The branded. Yeah. And it changed a lot for me. And not because I was... You say I was naive. I wasn't an idiot. I wasn't retarded. Like, I didn't think the guy was literally, you know, a demon. He was going to fly away like a bat any second. Right, right. But... He started talking about branding that upside down across his forehead. And he he looked at the screen and said, Kids, if you think that was a good idea, think again because it hurt like a bitch <laughs> And I thought, all right, well this is kind of like not it kind of takes the mystique away. Sure. It's like and so that was around the era that a lot of the mystique with a lot of these bands started dying. Ozzy his family destroyed his mystique. He went from the pro- Crown Prince of Darkness to the fucking Court Jester yeah. overnight with that stupid TV show. Yeah,
1: you and I have had many conversations about You know, that.
0: Dave Mustaine started wearing white frilly shirts and then they put out Risk. Oh, God. Metallica, obviously we know the route that they went with Load and Reload. And like a lot of these bands, the mystique, the feel... A lot of them. I would say probably the majority of them. It kind of died for me, but Slayer was the one band that they always kept it. They just seemed like the same dudes, but they were just getting older. Yeah. Like it never, I don't know about you, but it never, I never got this feeling of, even though, um, you know, uh, Diabolus and Musica and God Hates Us All are among my two least favorite Slayer albums. <laughs> I know you got them on Both your list. They're on my. <laughs> I don't hate. I don't hate them. I don't. I would say God Hates Us All is my utter at the bottom. Yeah. Um, but it's still they still had that feel, and it didn't like it didn't seem like they were trying too hard. It just seemed like they were Slayer. They were older, but they were still Slayer. Yeah. Um, Pantera always seemed the same to me. Not evil. But they always had that kind of persona. Maybe it changed a little bit on Reinventing the Steel, where they just turned into these like giant rednecks. Mm-hmm. And it kind of bothered me a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But with a lot of bands, I think Testament kept their persona, you know, that feel that I got from them. Overkill never lost it. They never lost it. I don't think Anthrax lost it, even though I think that, and we'll get into this. With the Anthrax episode, there's albums that you know that I hate. Mm-hmm. Later in the era, uh, in, or in you know, Slayer was never like that. Slayer was always like, "Dude, there's a fucking new Slayer album coming out." You, you know what know?
1: I think? Because Slayer, there was never, well, just at the at the early early stages of the band when they wore, you know, kind of the the leather straps. And, you know, they had the blood coming out of their mouth. You know, Mm -hmm. they kind of did it for like the first six months. And I think after that, when they kind of just decided, eh, screw that. We're going to wear sleeveless t-shirts and jeans. And that's just who we're going to be. And they've always been that. Mm -hmm. There was never a persona with them. It was just, this is who we are. Mm -hmm. This is the music we make. Like it, don't like it. Piss off either way, you know. And that was it. Yeah. And, and I mean, that they, was the persona from for thirty years, and it worked, mm-hmm. and it made sense to them. You know, they never tried to to play that they they were something they weren't.
0: Yeah, and Pete, look, you, you know, may, you may not like some of the albums. You know, you may you may like some, you may hate some, whatever it may be. I know a lot of people have. Different from Diabolus on, it seems pretty split. Um,
1: well, there's two albums that they've done that they've done later in their career that I, I, I don't consider to be very good albums. But to be to be completely truthful, I, maybe I haven't given them enough of a chance. And that's World Painted Blood mm. and Christ Illusion. Yeah, both of those albums. Right now I would say I'm I'm not really a fan of I don't think they're very good but then I have to follow that up with saying I bought both of the albums the day they came out and I've probably I could count on one hand how many times I've listened to both of those albums front to back. Mm -hmm. And and now that the band is gone I, I really feel like I owe it to myself and my my extreme fandom of, of Slayer to go back mm-hmm. and really listen to those two albums again and, those and hope that, that I'll maybe like them.
0: Those are two that I went back. I, I was, I'm already really familiar with. Well, I
1: know you hated world painted blood. We, we both bought it the day it came out and we had a very long phone conversation that night.
0: Yeah. I will go back and say that I don't hate it as much. Okay. I well, think, that, that I makes, think that, there's, that makes
1: me feel good because maybe I'll have the same.
0: I think that there's some really good stuff on it. Um that and Christ Illusion, they're they're not to me, they're not great Slayer albums by any means, but they're not at the bottom of my list. I mean, I think I would put God Hates Us All on the Bottom simply because I wouldn't even put Diabolus on. There's something about Diabolus that to me, I remember buying it. First of all, I, I the album cover freaked me out, not because of the dude on the cover, mm-hmm. but because they changed the logo. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, here we go. And, yes, it's a different album, okay? I mean, Pain of Mind, uh, "Stain of Mind, I'm sorry, was the first single, I think, off of it. And I remember being like, there was something about it that even though it wasn't, it wasn't classic Slayer, and it was a little different, but it was still Slayer to me. Yeah. And that whole album, I loved. But World world Paint... uh, Not World, Um, God Hates Us All. There's something... His vocals on that, where he's just yelling and screaming, and I, I can't get into it. I absolutely... That's the absolute bottom of my Slayer list but even so even still I never thought they sold out
1: it was still
0: through and through 100% Slayer like the shows the live shows were still intense Mm -hmm. like it, it was still Slayer to me and it's crazy thinking about God hates us all because when was that album released what day infamous day. nine oh, eleven. Yes. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about that. That just adds to the the mystique. Yeah. You're Slayer. You release an album on 9-11 says, God, God hates us, us all. <laughs> and then the fucking twi- we get attacked and the Twin Towers come down. And I remember there were a couple albums like that. Another album was a live Dream Theater album that came out. It was like live in New York or something. Oh, I'd, I'd have to look it up because I'm not big on Dream Theater live albums, Mm -hmm. but the original one that came out had like a silhouette of the city and the Twin Towers were like on fire. And so,
1: Oh my God, that's... uh...
0: They didn't know. Well,
1: of course they didn't know. It was
0: like basically they're playing in New York and they're lighting the town on fire. Yeah. And it just so happened that the Twin Towers happened. Because, I mean, they're an iconic... They were two iconic buildings and those are the ones that were put on the front of the album and then it was like instantly pulled them off the shelves. I was going
1: to say how long did those get, put, get put, how long before those got pulled off the and
0: shelves? And then people were like I remember people were trying to buy them from Quanza Kwanzaa Hut like in bulk. Yeah. And sell them on eBay. Um, I think guy I used to know Mark I think he still well who knows if he still has the copy or not. Are but, we Are talking
1: about the Mark I know? Yeah. Okay.
0: And uh But yeah, it's that, knowing that it was released on September 11th, again, they didn't do it on purpose. No, but it's just... It's just kind of like, I wonder if they kind of looked at that and went, obviously they, you know, I've I've read in interviews and shit because they've been asked about that. They're Americans, they're patriots like anybody else, you know, and they obviously have the same feelings as... You know the majority of people in this country do about nine eleven. Of course,
1: it didn't stop them from writing a song called Jihad mm-hmm. and putting it on the next album, Christ Illusion. Oh so, yeah, but I, I, <laughs> which I, is a song from a written from a terrorist a terrorist perspective. Yeah, you know,
0: and I and I wonder if they looked at them if they kind of just took took a step back whenever that was released on nine eleven. They were kind of like, come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> like, really? We couldn't have planned this any better. No,
1: I mean, listen. You know, I mean...
0: Imagine, imagine, like, if you will, if it was even possible, if fucking the Misfits put out Bullet...
1: On the day that John did... Right, right, right. Like, right. hey,
0: we were just writing it about, <laughs> you know, about if a president was assassinated. Well, that
1: just tells you, I mean, the, the reputation of Slayer... And how many things that have happened, either in the name of that band or mm-hmm. in you know, or, and it's all it, coincidence. Mm-hmm. You know, they have nothing to do with it, but it just adds to the reputation and that legacy of sinister, dark, evil. You know, don't get too close because.
0: And when they were, you don't he, know what might happen. Yeah, and when they got accused of shit they it's like they they just didn't care there to me it was like from my perspective their technique was they're not going to come out and deny 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 they've been accused of everything they, they just a, didn't give a shit they've
1: been accused of being nazis yeah. they've been accused of being white nationalists they've been accused of being satanists they've been accused I mean, of they've been accused of everything and they've all, and they've always said the same thing we're none of these we're interested. In, we're interested in topics, and we write songs about them. That's all. There's it was, it was
0: always funny to me that they were accused of being white supremacists, knowing that Dave Lombardo was from Cuba,
1: Tom Araya it was from, is from you know Chile. Yeah. Well, again, though, these things they didn't help themselves. I mean, when they, they, they when they did their their covers album. Mm -hmm. You know, punk rock songs. And they did the cover of Guilty of Being White by Minor Threat. Mm -hmm. And they changed the lyric to Guilty of Being White to Guilty of Being Right. Mm -hmm. And Ian McKay lost his shit because he was like, you just totally took the meaning of that song, flipped it around, and, and turned it into basically saying... Oh, all that stuff. Yeah, that's right. You know. <laughs> and what are you doing? And so a lot of people pointed to him in just that instance alone and accused them of, you know, white nationalism. And you know, again, you're very interesting that you know they're you know the, the guy singing the song is, you know, a a mud person, you know, quote unquote, which is what a, words a white nationalist would use. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, they've been accused of everything.
0: Yeah. And, and they've
1: it, always said the same thing. No, no, we're not. None of that. You know, they didn't feel yeah. the need to like really vigorously defend themselves. It was just always. They didn't care. It, no, we're not those things. If yeah. you think we are, you're stupid. Yeah. Move on. You know. I and,
0: mean, and, it, and it just, I added more to, it, it just, it kind of helped them along in terms of their Identity, Because I I don't think, again, I don't think they ever sold out. They They never never changed. They never
1: changed. How many bands can you say that about? How many bands can you point to and say, they've never changed? It's been the same from day one. And they don't care.
0: Mm -hmm. I would say, I mean, look at their discography and point to one album that is a complete sellout. You can't. I don't think you're gonna. You, you can do that with Metallica. You can do it with Megadeth. Um, you can can't. You do,
1: can you do it with Anthrax?
0: <sighs> if if I were to try and do it, it would either be Stomp four four two or Volume Eight. But I like blasphemy. Stomp four four two. I like Stomp. I don't like Volume Eight. I Think it's crap. But blasphemy. I wouldn't say that. That's selling out. They just kind of went for like a more groove-oriented sound with Stomp. But the thing is, it worked. For me, for us as Anthrax fans.
1: Stomp is my favorite Anthrax album. So.
0: And that's... <laughs> no, we'll and talk that's...
1: more about that in the next episode. Yeah, But the only time that I think anybody even remotely tried to pin the sellout tag on Slayer, I think, was South of Heaven. And even that, it was just because they slowed down hmm. to where their reaction was. You can't play everything a hundred miles an hour. We've done that. Hmm. How you know? You know, we've done that. Everything we've done has been that. You yeah. can't do everything like that.
0: You can be heavy in other ways. Exactly. I think Tommy Lee from Crew always had this great quote, which. Whether people like him or not, whatever. But his quote was, you can't always be that guy, like 100%. Basically, you can't always be the rain and blood guy. He he said, because if you are, that's completely fake. Because that's not how everybody is. Like, you're going to change up here and there. It's not going to... Look, Dr. Feelgood doesn't sound anything like Shout of the Devil. No. But I still love both albums. South of Heaven doesn't sound anything like Rain and Blood yeah, to and me. And it Because it's slowed down. Yeah,
1: and it shouldn't. Because with Rain and Blood, you made the perfect, seminal, speed metal album. Mm-hmm. Never going to be topped. Yeah. By anybody. Including Slayer. Yeah. They weren't going to top that in, in the world of speed metal. So if you know you've already made the seminal album in that style, you'd be an idiot to follow that up with the same thing. Yeah. No. Slow it down. Show the world South
0: of Heavens you know my number one.
1: Yeah. Show the world we're just as heavy, just as evil, just as sinister, mm-hmm. slower. Yeah. And they are,
0: I, and they were. It's weird when I think of Rain and Blood. I, I would put Peace Cells up against Rain and Blood. I will always go Peace Cells over Rain and Blood, but it's weird because, I, I, if somebody says no Rain and Blood over Peace Cells, I would never get mad. I completely understand it a hundred percent. Oh, I'm
1: glad you wouldn't get mad at me. No.
0: <laughs> Oh, I know you're not a big Megadeth guy. Not a guy. big,
1: although I although if I mean if I had to pick a a Megadeth album that that I enjoy, mm-hmm. it would be Peace Cells. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not, you know, I'm not a fan. Although I would never say they suck because that's just stupid. They don't. I'm just not a fan. But but you know, so that's why, yeah, it's not no question for me. <laughs> those yeah. two, you know those two albums.
0: But yeah, I uh, I think we should talk probably a little bit about Repentless too, being the final, because I dig it.
1: Well, if you're gonna go out, you you know go out on a high note. Yeah, and I thought, and I thought Repentless was just. Fam- I remember you and I both. Um, I we, think you got it before I did.
0: I think we listened to it. Was it on the way the to, to the King Diamond show
1: um,
0: that we listened to it. It had to be cause I think some it, of it, yeah. I think it came out in 2015, yeah. and then we went and saw King Diamond in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. in 20, And I think I put it on, and we listened to the whole thing.
1: Yeah. And I love it. I think I think it's outstanding. As a matter of fact, it's on my it's on my top six Slayer CDs.
0: I think that no, I I agree, dude. And I yeah. think that. Uh,
1: Again, you can't say that it is. The ended.
0: album cover looks yeah, like well, a fucking death metal album, or black metal album cover. I remember... What's that?
1: It's just iconic Slayer Me, cover. Dude, All just, their covers are so... You it know. came
0: out, and I remember being like, holy shit. <laughs> like, and those you know, three I get covers way movie, worse you know. than this. Yeah. But when it came to... I, I think it's because I'm so used to other metal bands putting out album covers that are I mean my god Deicide Once Upon the Cross Mm -hmm. you know stuff like that but when it's Slayer and to me they're, they're arguably one of the biggest most popular heavy metal bands ever and they're putting out album covers like this it's because they, again They don't care. They don't give a shit and they're still the same. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Doesn't mean you have to like all the later albums. I know a lot of people don't like there's a lot of people that hate this album.
1: I don't understand why. I don't think there's a I don't think there's a throwaway on the whole album. I really don't.
0: I love the entire thing. I absolutely love it. I think that the instrumental into Repentless is amazing. Um I like when the stillness comes. I, it, it's a different album, um, but it has that classic Slayer sound, mm-hmm. and the production is unbelievable. Thank
1: Gary, all all you need to hear, no man, Gary Holt on guitar.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's the production again, dude. Like <laughs> talk about it over and over and over. And I was kind of worried because this this is the first one on Nuclear Blast. Mm-hmm. And I thought, ah, oh, man. First and last. Yeah. And I thought...
1: Unless they they do studio work and just not play live. I mean, yeah, one can hope.
0: And it's... you know, I thought to myself, ah, they're on nuclear blast. I wonder what this... You know, it, is it going to do anything to their sound? They're not... Because to me, when I think of Slayer, I don't even think of Metal Blade. I think of Deaf American, yeah. American recordings. Oh, yeah, of course. And Rick so, Rubin. Yeah. And they were on that label for... God, forever, mm-hmm. and what you know, rain and blood up through world painted blood, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it was. It bummed me out that they weren't on American anymore, but I'm glad that you know. I mean, the package that Nuclear Blast put out for Repentless was great. Yeah, and, I have
1: the uh, the. And I think you have it too the the limited edition yeah. or the double pat- that came with the DVD and whatever and. And the, the the fold out of that thing is as big as a poster, yeah. man! It yes, awesome. is awesome.
0: Did you see that the Repentless movie? The
1: no, I wanted to talk to you about going to the theaters to see it that Thursday night that it played, and I don't know what happened. I never got to you about going to see it. Yeah, and now we got to, we just got to rent it. Um,
0: That's just fine. to watch
1: it, but but I think you I think it's come I think it's part of a, a live CD. Yeah. That I'm going to end up getting anyway, so.
0: No, I think it's... I did see... The only thing I did see in the theater was the big four. Mm-hmm.
1: in the crowd during the Slayer stuff started losing their fucking minds in the movie theater for crying out loud. Yeah,
0: Anthrax went on first. And it was great. Everybody's chilling. Megadeth goes on. Everybody's great. Everybody's chilling. Enjoying the show. You know, theater was not packed. There was probably total 15 people in there. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. And it was just, like, comfortable. Slayer went on, and these two fucking hillbillies <laughs> just went ape shit, dude. Like, somebody just, like...
1: Somebody wound them up like a lined oh, yeah, up toy. Dude,
0: like, they just mainline Mountain Dew <laughs> and just went insane. <laughs> They started, they were trying, dude, they they were trying to rip the theater seats out. They couldn't do it
1: because it bolted down. Right.
0: and These skinny hillbillies are trying to rip the, it's so stupid. And nobody's saying anything. Everybody's just looking at him, just shaking their heads like, you gotta be fucking kidding. The one guy, the, the one guy's running around saying, come on people. Come on, people! Slayer! Like, and he like ran up to the screen and started beating the fucking movie screen, and the thing was going, you know. And I'm like, if this screen comes down and I can't see the rest, it was twenty bucks to see yeah, that. I think it was right. eighteen dollars, right, to see that in the theater. And I'm like, dude, I'm gonna be pissed if this screen comes down. Yeah, this guy was—he was trying to rip the screen down. <laughs> Until, like, somebody that <laughs> worked there, one of the ushers, that came in and just stood there and, and looked at the guys. <laughs> and then just looked up at us and was just like, what the
1: fuck? What do I do with this idiot?
0: Yeah, and people were like, come on, dude. And they sat down and, you know, they, they ended up calming down. Metallica came on and they never did They never did just sat there. They were just, it was like Slayer, just the mere... <laughs> The fact that Slayer was taking the stage gave them.
1: Listen, yeah. What do we talk about? One of those guys is probably the dude that carved Slayer backwards into the side of his head dude, we that we saw at the show last year. That
0: is, I completely forgot about that until Noah here <laughs> reminded you. <laughs> Fucking carve Slayer. Uh-huh. Why don't you have one of your friends do it so that it's done right? Instead, you do it in the mirror, and it's backwards.
1: I wanted to get this picture so bad, but when I saw it, I was so flabbergasted that I couldn't like.
0: I remember I seeing couldn't it. Even now.
1: remember grabbing, I couldn't even think to grab my camera mm-hmm. because it was like I was in a trance.
0: I remember like, seeing am it I now.
1: Seeing this,
0: we were like, "Dude, Lucky Car's slayer in his head," and you were like. It's fucking backwards. <laughs> We're like, what? We're looking at it. We're like, holy shit. He carved it. He looked in the mirror and carved it. That's another thing with these Slayer fans. I think Slayer fans now, there was like a period where it was like the trailer park gates opened. Uh uh-huh. Pantera is no longer a band. So all of those fans... Ended up just going to Slayer concerts, and it turned into like ruthless, toothless rednecks, and that idiot just wanting to kill each other in the pit.
1: And that idiot that carved his, you know, that did that to himself, probably thinks he's a bigger Slayer fan (laughs) than you or me. You know, look, 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 my loyalty. And and, do you think the band is proud of you? Do you think do you think Kerry King is going to look at you and say, "Yeah, that's my guy"? No, he's going to look at you and say, "You're a." Fucking retard. Yeah, I really hope that dude got backstage. Part of my language.
0: I really hope that guy got backstage, and they took one look at him and was like, "Fuck, yeah, why is it backwards?" Yeah, I, dude.
1: I hope he got backstage, and Carrie King slapped him for being stupid. Seriously, you know. And and Gary Holt said, "You're not an Exodus fan, are you?" Because I'll be embarrassed. Well, I think in that,
0: I'll have to go back and watch my my live intrusion. Video, but I think when the dude gets that shit carved into his arm, they he was like making a big deal out of it. And I think some of the guys them if I remember the video correctly, I think they kind of looked at that and they were like laughing about it.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's like, no, dude, they're not laughing with you. They're laughing at you. They're laughing at you. And that's dude, this brings up Okay. So (laughs) this is one reason why I hate or I shouldn't say hate, but I just don't like God Hates Us All. The War at the Warfield DVD came out. That was in 2003, uh-huh. okay? There was a special part on... It was the fans' role documentary. Do mm. you know what I'm talking about?
1: I think I do, but, but...
0: The fat guy who's like... Oh, my God. It is the most... The single most embarrassing thing I've ever seen a band put out. This is the one thing that I was like, dude, Slayer must have seen this. And just said, fucking put it out. We're just going to troll people. It's so bad. Like the one guy talks about how he likes beating the shit out of people while he's like singing Slayer lyrics. He's like, you're nothing but an object of animation. And he's like fucking part like (laughs) shadow boxing Oh my god But then they, they There's like s- The one chick Where they were like Why do you listen to Slayer And she was like Because it's about The music And they were like Okay explain that And she couldn't do it They were like Total fucking pun. But the fat guy that was like Explain Slayer Like what does Slayer do Whatever and I, you don't remember this, where he's no. like, he's no. like, well, you just when you see another guy just walking, and you just look at him, you are just like, uh, uh, you just you know, you know, <laughs> and they're like, you know what,
1: dude,
0: the <laughs> guy, the guy that's interviewing him is like, what, 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 what do you know, what do you what know, is and what? he was like, you, you, you can, you know. <laughs> You just you just know. And the guy's like, No, I don't know. Can you tell me what
1: I'm telling you right now, that was that was Slayer trolling they they it was they, so they went bad. They picked out the four or five dumbest people that they got on tape and said, Yeah, put that out.
0: I'm thinking put that I'm out. like, we go from live <laughs> intrusion where it's like one of the most amazing live shows I've seen. The crowd is nuts. I mean, they're like vicious. Rob Flynn, and I think Chris Contos from Machine Head, Burned My Eyes. They were on that tour. Mm-hmm. They get on stage and they do Venom, Witching Hour. And I, it goes from that to putting Porky fucking Pig <laughs> in a documentary. It's <laughs> the only thing. Dude, I before well, you I, leave, I'm going to have to... That's
1: the thing, man. That's And I love that band. They're one of my favorite bands in the world, but a lot of their fandom, I hate. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I'm on. I'll say it. I don't like you.
0: You know. <laughs> I'm the same but... way with Pantera, dude. <laughs> I, I I got the same with them where it, it was just there's something about the fans where they there's probably like three teeth between all of them, two brain cells, you know that they're all sharing. Yeah. I don't understand, and I, I'm not, dude, I'm like the least pretentious. I'm not being arrogant about it. I hear this from a lot of people. No,
1: it's not an arrogance thing. I, I agree with you. I agree totally with you.
0: They're but, fucking animals.
1: Yeah, Well, but you know what? It's not an arrogant thing, but yeah, I am I am better than the guy that carved Slayer backwards. The yeah, side
0: exactly. And
1: that dude is going to be a, what life does he have? What job <laughs> is he getting? You know, he's going to suckle on the teeth of society, mm-hmm. okay, and do nothing, add no value. <laughs> you know? I mean, oh,
0: you're, you're a
1: waste. You're taking valuable oxygen that my children could be breathing. Okay, we, we're, we live on an overpopulated planet anyway. Yeah. Okay? He's taking valuable space that my future grandchildren might need. Mm-hmm. That idiot is taking that valuable space. Yes, I'm better than him. He is a Slayer fan. Good for him. So am I. I'm better than you. He, I hate you. You're awful. There's no reason why you should exist. I'm sorry. There's not.
0: Do you remember the dude at the show? I see him at shows all the time, but he was at that Slayer show. The, the final one we went to, Blossom Outdoor Venue. But he's the guy that walks around in like the top hat, yeah. The black dude, He's, uh, like rave dancing, and yeah. he's selling like glow sticks. Yeah, I'm like,
1: yeah.
0: you're at a Slayer concert. People are like throwing shit at him. I know,
1: poor guy. He's just trying to make a buck. <laughs> I got no problem. I got no beef with him. No, I, no. The guy's just trying to earn a living. You know, he's good for him.
0: Corny as hell.
1: I feel bad. He got shit thrown at him. Uh, yeah, I guess she should probably know your audience but you're, yeah. trying, you're trying to make a buck. I feel bad for the dude. I don't know if Good he does him. it
0: on his own or if he's hired to do that, but if my boss was like, "This, you're going to wear like shorty shorts your butt cheeks are hanging out <laughs> and you're going to wear a giant Uncle Sam fucking top hat. Yeah and run a fucking rave dance and sell glow sticks. Oh, yeah, what well, show am I going to? Slayer. I quit.
1: Yeah, I, I would. Well, <laughs> That's you know he, it. <laughs> he probably didn't even know where he was going. He didn't know Slayer from, you know, from... from just really like, like, no, go to Dragon's Blossom. There. there
0: was a show going on. He probably showed... He's probably driving up going... What the fuck well, he dude, What's sees going people on? Walking
1: to do, but you know what, man? Balls on that dude came in anyway. Yeah, came in anyway, trying to earn a living. I respect the hell out of that dude. Mm-hmm. The, the carved head guy, fuck him. <laughs> I, I have no respect <laughs> for that dude at all. And you know I'm what? I hope, guy. I hope that he's stumbling around the internet this week or next week when we release this, and he sees Slayer and says, "Oh, I got to listen to that. I love Slayer." I hope you're listening. You suck. Seriously, that's his, that's his
0: Instagram handle, head guy.
1: Well, it should be stupid because I hate him. He's, <laughs> as, much, as much as much as I laugh about him, and I do, because you're stupid, and I just <laughs> hey, I hate you. Oh
0: you know? my god, I hate
1: you. You know. I'm sorry. I just Now I'm on a tangent.
0: No, it's like the Carved Head guy. Because I'm
1: better than him. I'm better than you. We're both Slayer fans, but I'm better than you.
0: The two waterheads at the movie theater trying to rip the screen down. Spent $18. Until somebody was like, hey, if you rip the screen down... You're not going to be able to see Slayer. They
1: spent $18. (laughs) Obviously, they're there more for Slayer than anybody else. Yeah. So you spent $18. You sat in your seat for, what, two hours waiting for Slayer to come out. And what do you do? The minute the band you paid $18 to sit through, what do you do the minute they come out? You try to go up and rip the fucking thing that you are going to be watching them
0: on. Yeah. What would they be doing if they were playing live? Would they jump on stage and, like, rip them limb from limb? just murder them live just screaming slayer the whole time again. like you just killed the band that you wanted yeah. to see
1: again those two guys i i hope you i hate you
0: ripping their flesh off
1: i hate you you're just awful it's
0: it's so you know you know it's going to happen when you see a slayer show which that's the one unfortunate thing about them not playing, being the...
1: <laughs> I prepared Logan. I brought, you know, my, my middle son. I prepared him. I said, listen, you love the music. I raised you right. Yeah. And one of my favorite bands. I think I've raised you. They're, they're becoming one of your favorite bands, or maybe they already are. You are going to see a cornucopia of stupidity <laughs> at this cornucopia. show. I mean, you're going to see the worst of the worst from these people, oh well, Dad, they're Slayer fans. They're like us. No,
0: if they're not like us. Here's the thing: two things about a Slayer show. A, it looks like you're walking around in a, a, a live, proactive video.
1: <laughs> That's number one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Two, it's if you want to talk about a group of retards. Going to a Slayer show is like the fucking Chernobyl of retardage. First of okay? all. It's like what, a gathering, a fucking just explosive the only thing worse, turbo gathering of absolute waterheads.
1: The only thing worse would be a gathering of the Juggalos.
0: That would <laughs> that
1: would be the only thing worse. Listen. We were
0: one step there with yeah, the Lamb of God.
1: Oh my, those people that were dancing Dude. Oh, I wanted to punch them so That's bad. That's the
0: thing. That's the thing. Idiots. It got...
1: Just idiots.
0: Oh, my the God. Slayer,
1: listen, first of all, just because you're a Slayer fan does not mean you don't have to wash your face. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Tom, Tom Araya and, and Kerry King and I'm sure Dave Lombardo and Paul and Gary Holt, they shower. Mm-hmm. I, listen, do you know the first thing they did when they got off that stage? They changed their clothes. They took a shower. Mm -hmm. You can too. Yeah. There were people there that looked like they haven't showered or changed their clothes since the last time they saw Slayer, (laughs) which was like three years before. Oh, yeah. Come on.
0: Literally, when they're walking around, they they smell like chicken soup. It's fucking awful. They have Slayer carved backwards in their head.
1: (laughs) They're they're dancing like, like fucking morons. I don't know. This somehow turned into some huge denigration. Listen, we're not putting down the band, obviously. We love the band. Love them, love them, love them. They can't help the fact that 50% of their fan base should die. (laughs) I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. Stop carving your heads. Carve your wrists. (laughs) You know, please. They,
0: they did that. It's inside the divine intervention. <laughs> exactly. Cover.
1: And that dude's still walking around. Another <laughs> waste of air.
0: Well, that's because he had somebody do it. That's why. <laughs> somebody else he at least there had, is nothing... That's the difference between Slayer fans in ninety five and Slayer fans in twenty eighteen we saw the show. Well,
1: it's the dumbing down of, of, of our country. <laughs> Listen, I love lots of things. Bands, sports teams. Movies, my children,
0: mm-hmm.
1: my wife. There's nothing in this world I love enough to carve into my body. Okay? Mm-hmm. Nothing. There's nothing I love enough that I'm going to take a box cutter and carve into a part of my body. It's just not happening.
0: If, 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 if I'm
1: not going to do it for my kids, why are you doing it for a
0: band, you moron? And if you if you do it in '95, back then I thought I thought the guy was an idiot, but at the same time I was like, this dude's fucked up, man. Like carving Slayer, having somebody carve Slayer into both of your forearms, yeah. it was both of them. Yeah, yeah. So we go from that.
1: You can re- you can get a tattoo removed. Yeah. Okay. You ain't getting that removed.
0: And it it was even like my age at that point when we saw Slayer just last year. Yeah. It wasn't even my age, okay? When I saw the guy with Slayer carved into his head backwards, I was just like, I wasn't like, wow, that's brutal. That guy's insane. It was literally like, this dude is mentally retarded. His parents don't love him. Why is he not wearing his helmet? Yeah,
1: his parents don't love him. He he obviously is, you know, what more can I say? I hope you're listening. I hate you. (laughs) You've, I don't... I don't want you to breathe the air I'm breathing There's no defense for it. There's no one that could be listening to this podcast and say, oh, Jason, I, I don't know, man. You're going too far. You, There's that... How could you say that? There's no defense for that. I'm sorry. You just... You've given up on life. You woke up one day and said... I, I'm garbage. I'm never going to amount to a pile of shit. So how can I announce to the world that that's what I am? I got it.
0: That I'm was the, probably you know, his last ditch effort. I'm going to carve Slayer into my and then he he probably realized it was backwards and it was like fuck.
1: But well, wouldn't you have stayed home?
0: <laughs> No. Was these... it
1: there a little bit of pride in you?
0: I would have put a hat on, at least.
1: Exactly. I mean, I know it was the summer. I would have put on a wool cap.
0: Mm-hmm. I would
1: have went to the show. Then I would have, on my drive home, I would have driven straight into a tree. <laughs> and just, you know, I, there's nothing left for me. This is it.
0: So what are your... Getting back to actuals, what are your... You have six.
1: I have six. I have I have top six albums, top six songs. Okay. And uh, albums, my number one is Seasons in the Abyss. Number two, I have Rain and Blood. Number three, South of Heaven. Number four, this is where the, you know, it gets a little. Number four, Diabolus in Musica. Mm-hmm. Five, Repentless, and six, I have God hates us all. Okay. My top six songs, number one, At Dawn They Sleep. Two, I, I, I know, I guess the, the you consider these two songs, but they just go together. So mm-hmm. perfect, you know. Number two, Postmortem, Raining Blood. Three, Dead Skin Mask. Four, Overt Enemy. Five, South of Heaven. Six, Antichrist.
0: Okay. Me, I go South of Heaven at number one. Uh, number two is Rain and Blood. Number three, Hell awaits. Number four, Show no mercy. Number five, Seasons. Number six is Divine Intervention, which I know is on your list as the worst.
1: Well, I, have, worst. I wrote three worst albums, and I and I, and I have Divine Intervention. It's War, not that Pain you hate on, right? You just Christ delusion. No, I don't hate them. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm saying I just. You know, for, for whatever reason, these are the three albums that that I'm just not really into. But I, and you can back me up on this. I have parentheses, little stars in parentheses. Uh, 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 note: Need to re-listen. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe not so much Divine Intervention because I have listened to that one quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially World Painted Blood, Blood and Christ Illusion. I, I really feel I owe it to myself and, and my my fandom of this band to kind of sit down with and listen again and, and give them give mm-hmm. them another shot because there are a lot of albums like that that I've had to you know I've 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 at, at first I thought oh this is man I, I don't I don't know mm-hmm. and then I listened to it two or three times and and after the third or fourth listen completely flipped the switch on it mm-hmm. you know so hopefully the same will happen with these two.
0: I, when it goes to my top songs, I'll do six. My number one is a lock, and that's Alter of Sacrifice. Nice. Absolutely. I would say the next five are going to be, I'll number them, but they could change at any time. Interchangeable.
1: And you know what? And and I'll say the same thing for me as well. Is your
0: number one a lock?
1: These are... Probably number one's not gonna change. Okay. But everything else can be, you yeah. know, depending upon what day you ask me, what day I put the list together, you know.
0: I would say number two would be Antichrist, because that's an incredible song. Mm-hmm. Um Behind the Crooked Cross, mm-hmm. number three. Oh my god. Um my God. Die by the Sword, mm. number four my goodness trying to go through all of these amazing songs it's Um, so
1: hard so hard
0: Skeletons of Society would be number five
1: Temptation oh
0: Oh yeah Seasons is so killer well
1: that's why it's number one on my list I mean the whole fucking album is just
0: and honestly I number six I'm gonna I'm gonna do a twofer with Mm. you as well do it Do it. Piece by piece and necrophobic. There you go. Because I I can't... If you want to talk about songs that are absolutely short and sweet, that's the thing about Rain and Blood. 28 minutes, short and sweet, (laughs) in your face. Yeah. Absolutely. I remember the first time I heard that, and it was like but when I was done listening to it, I think it was sweating. Yeah. And I didn't do anything. I sat there and just listened to it. It's so intense and perfect songs, man. I mean, perfect everything. But South of Heaven is my number one simply because this is kind of a a weird thing to have as your number one album. But quite possibly the best production, if not the best drum production um, out of any album that I have. It's... My favorite, so um, just the the production on it is so dry, but in a good way, and it's straightforward. To me, it's like what thrash. Is. I don't want any bells and whistles. I just want straightforward thrash. Yeah,
1: no, I I, I totally I I agree totally.
0: Dave Lombardo's easily one of the greatest drummers ever guy still rolls I mean he did a, a stint with suicidal
1: he's the he's the drummer for the misfits now yeah on the, on those live shows yeah I mean think about that I mean how good do you have to be that you know you can you can you can drum for Slayer suicidal the misfits mm-hmm. I mean three different styles you know yeah how how good do you have to be
0: no I agree and it's Crazy. Um, He's on that World Gone Mad the uh, Suicidal album came out a couple years ago Mm -hmm. that is one of the reasons why it's great Dave Lombardo's drums. But it's going to be sad to see them go completely if they are done. Because I think that Slayer to me is kind of like the dominoes are going to start falling. You had Slayer Now I'm Afraid I don't know. I know Megadeth's writing a new album. Dave says it's like some of the heaviest stuff they've done in years. Whether or not I believe that, I don't know. Right. I love the last album. They have Kiko uh, Kiko Lareo from uh, Brazilian power metal band Angra. Angra is one of my favorite power metal bands. Dystopia was a great album. Um, I, I don't know what else he has in the tank, <laughs> I don't think Metallica has anything in the tank. Although you and I enjoy all the Metallica stuff. Oh yeah. Um,
1: I, I am a Metallica fan. If it, you know, lest lest anyone think by you know certain comments I, I've made, you know, in, in this episode or maybe other episodes, that I'm not a Metallica fan. I am. I mean, I I yeah. I, 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 I love Metallica. I'm I'm much more into you know everything from and Justice down than mm-hmm. I am anything they've they've done done since I'm then. Black. I Although, would say I would you know, say
0: Justice Justice and Back. Mm. I would even maybe give a nod to Black Album and Back. Well, um, I
1: certainly don't you know, I'm not in the school of thought that the Black Album is some total sellout album either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't believe that. Listen, bands are allowed to to switch things up. You know, you don't have to every album doesn't have to sound the same mm-hmm. you know and i and when i say that you know from injustice down those are my favorites i love saint anger mm-hmm. uh I, you know i i'm i'm a big fan of death magnetic um the new the newest album i guess it's not really new anymore the 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 latest album i'm not a fan of really yeah i'm i'm not a fan of it um, I
0: think it's better than Death Magnetic.
1: For well, me, that's okay. That's yeah. okay. I, 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 I don't at all, but I, I can understand that point of view. It's not enough to make me say, Oh, Metallica stinks now. Blah, 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 blah. No, not at all. It's just I'm not really into the album. I can hey, just, I'm not really into load or reload either.
0: Yeah, no, I you know same here. I think that but like I say with the dominoes falling, I think that you're gonna see Metallica Overkill to me is probably going to release albums into their hundreds mm-hmm. at this point because they keep releasing uh, the the one this year I think is Wings of War. <laughs> awesome! It's on my list of great albums for this year. I don't know if it's going to make my top twenty, um, but those are those dudes never. Never sold out. They they they're still going strong. Anthrax, yeah, doing their new album right now. I well, heard it was supposed to be heavy.
1: Like I said, the the only really good thing that's coming out of Slayer going away is you know now Gary Holt can concentrate one hundred percent on Exodus. You
0: know? Yeah, and, and they got it, rid of that. We
1: we'll got new Exodus music.
0: They got rid of that shitbag singer Rob Dukes. I can't. Stand, I couldn't stand his vocals. No. I hated him live. No. And they got you know Zetro back that last album they put out was a blood in blood out was killer so i really can't wait for the new one um there are there's a lot of thrash bands here and there yeah. um that are that are kind of coming back i i really hope heathen does something and violence and all these other bands but i don't know man it's sad seeing Sl- slayer go because they are as big as they were as big as they are they were still kind of like The really popular band, heavy metal band, that was still for me kind of underground. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because they were so heavy, right? So heavy,
1: everything was so dark. Even Repentless, the the last album is just filled with sinister, dark shit. Yeah, you know. And And, I guess, I guess because they they have that underground nature, and mm -hmm. you know, I guess that's why, eh, you know, sorry, but so many waterheads are. Are fans of the band because mm-hmm. you know, you know, listen, nobody's running around carving Metallica into the side of their head.
0: <laughs> you know, no, you know, I'm just
1: saying, so I think, I think being that, that still very popular yet still really underground feel was kind of, you know, it, 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 it's, it has its pros. It has its cons. Mm-hmm. So,
0: but yeah, I'm, uh, I think that's pretty good We kind of went through our favorite albums, favorite yeah. songs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is no history of uh, fi- fi- podcast. This fi- is all 50 field. 52 minutes of carved head guy and
1: Yeah. Well, listen, I'm not apologizing for my rant. I Dude, you know, I'm going to I'm going to go into a lot of rants on, on these because episodes because it was
0: hilarious. Yeah,
1: I'm going to go into a lot of rants on these episodes probably about a lot of things and most of the time I'll end the, the episode by apologizing. Not this time. Mm-hmm. Fuck, fuck you, dude. I, <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. But I don't, I don't uh, like you. I hope you're listening. I don't like you. Uh, I
0: at think, all. <laughs> I think this is... This one is, is more of a... I'm, I'm really looking forward to the Anthrax one so we yeah. can go back and forth about different eras. I'm, a I'm, light,
1: pleasant conversation.
0: Yeah. Because we're um, both about two huge, differing opinions. Yeah, we're both huge Anthrax fans. Right. And, and you know
1: what? The wonderful thing is, it's this this you know Joey Belladonna versus John Bush. You're Joey Belladonna. I'm John Bush. Yes. It's not like I don't like Joey Belladonna
0: and vice and versa. Kip
1: doesn't like John Bush. We both love the other. We just prefer mm-hmm. our guy. You know.
0: I'm gonna throw you for a loop because I will. I'm doing. Belladonna era, but I'll tell you where my favorite album, what era that lies in, Mm -hmm. which I think you know. Yes. But we'll save that for the next one. That'll be coming up on the 27th. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, because we do and then that one will be released the week after. I know it gets confusing, but we want to do this bi-weekly. Bi-weekly yeah. we will we'll do two episodes release um,
1: release one that night or the next morning and then hold on to the other release yep. it a week later. Just so, so
0: people have something each week, yeah, so. Yeah. But uh, yeah, look forward to that.
1: Just end tonight with uh, you know, a, a fond farewell to the Almighty Slayer. Yes. You know, it's the, the end of a of a wonderfully dark sinister era you will be missed and if any of these bands who have walked away and have said never again and they've all come back Slayer's the Slayer's the one never again that I think is is truly and honestly a, a never again because you know what? I, I really believe they we've said a lot of things about them mm-hmm. as a band, as people. I think they got a lot of integrity.
0: I hope Carrie
1: Carrie King and Tom Araya do not strike me as two dudes that are going to say never again and then two years later they're doing it again I I just I I don't think I don't think they're those kind of dudes man
0: knock on wood maybe
1: we'll get more music you know, maybe we'll get another another an EP or yeah. another studio album. Yeah, like I said earlier, but I'm fine with that. As far as you know, going out on
0: stage mm-hmm.
1: as Slayer again, I, I don't think we'll ever see it, and and that's a shame. I understand why, but it's a shame, man. This fucking awesome band.
0: But yeah, so thanks for all the great years, and
1: you will be missed. Most of your well, a lot of your fans won't be, Uh, but but you, you, you as a band will definitely. We're going
0: to have to end this before Jay goes into carved head guy again. For I hate you. (laughs) Hates the carved head guy. Loves Loves everybody. Yes. All right. Thanks a lot.
1: Keep it scary, scary, everybody.